Okay, welcome to another episode. I was considering what today's episode might be about. And in the context of the current environment, what's going on in our world, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, this will either be current or it'll be historic, but uh, here we are halfway through or thereabouts March 2020. And the world is operating in I don't know if panic panic mode is too strong. I don't know if I don't know if people are in full on panic, but as it happens I was just in the supermarket earlier and a lot of empty shelves and no eggs to be found, not a lot of meat, people bulk buying. Uh so that would indicate a degree of panic. It's certainly a degree of fear and uncertainty. And one of the things that we as human beings are not very good with is too much uncertainty and that said we're also not too good with too much certainty in our lives we like a fine balance between uncertainty and certainty when we've got too much certainty we go looking for things in our life unconsciously perhaps a lot of time but to give us a little bit more uncertainty because the uncertainty stimulates some of our happiness hormones and so on. So the balance between certainty and uncertainty is is interesting in and of itself. But I was considering how I might record an episode that would support those who are listening to it at this time to shift their thinking to get a better outcome for themselves. Because in the course of speaking to any number of people in any given week, Um, As of late, I've been speaking to a lot of people who are saying, professing doom and gloom, uh, are sitting like a rabbit in the headlights wondering what to do and they're sitting in this space of fear and uncertainty and anxiety and worry, doubt uh, and all, all of that stuff. And the encouragement I've sought to give others is to think about the people that you serve. So to move the focus away from being worried about your own future and your own outcomes and all the rest of it, and think about the people that you serve, with. if you've got a business or, or, or whether you're just an employer, think about your customers and how might you best help them in the current environment? Because one thing's for sure, based on what's going on, People are going to be ha- going to be forced into adopting new ways of doing things. At least in the short term, uh, it's going to drive innovation. It's going to drive um, pe- people are going to survive and they're going to thrive. There'll be some that that perhaps fall by the wayside in terms of their ability to sustain their their businesses and so on. But to my mind, that will come as a result of getting attached to emotional getting emotionally attached to thoughts about what might happen about fearing the worst and then being unable to shift their consciousness to to a higher plane of understanding a higher level whereby they're thinking from the desired outcome and from the desired solution rather than from where they're at and what they're worried might happen the two are very different the polar opposites you can't look left which might look looking left might be the equivalent of 
fear, worry and doubt and anticipating the worst and imagining everything going into meltdown and losing your business and losing your house and living on the streets. If you want to take it to the extreme, and that's just using your imagination against yourself to create an outcome in your mind that uh, is not in harmony with the direction you want things to go. And the trouble with getting emotionally attached to that line of thinking is you're much more likely to create it as a result. So looking left might be equivalent of, of that. And then looking right might be, well, what is the desired outcome? How would I really like things to be? What would be the end goal here? And shifting in your mind uh, to, that, to that goal, to that vision, and shifting your, your, your body, your whole physiology to the point where you embody that outcome. And then what happens is you elevate your consciousness and you elevate your thinking and you start to be furnished with ideas that are in harmony with that. Your imagination starts to kick in and furnish you with ideas that might serve you to achieve that outcome rather than the opposite of that. So the encouragement I've been giving those I've been speaking to is think about your clients. Move it away from being about you because we only really suffer from fear, worry, doubt and anxiety when we're self-obsessed. And that's one of the biggest problems people have in life is they're too selfish we're all too selfish we're too self-obsessed so if you want to shift the emotion and get out of that fear panic worry state then let's think about our desired outcome and one of the ways to achieve that desired outcome is to focus on how we better might better serve those that we currently serve how might we serve them to thrive how might we serve them to innovate and to do things in a new way so for example the work i do coaching and consulting i'm very very aware that the vast majority of coaches and consultants, particularly business coaches, uh, are running a model whereby they're in a business with their clients, doing face-to-face, in-person meetings. Now, not all of them. Some of them are doing it on Skype and Zoom and all the rest of it. But a lot of them are in a model where it's face-to-face. They're exchanging their their time for money, if you like. You know, it's value-led, perhaps, but you know, if they're not showing up, they're not getting paid. So an idea I came up with yesterday was, well, I could reach out to community. I've got a network on LinkedIn and a small network on Facebook, and I could reach out and just make an unconditional offer to coaches, consultants, trainers, experts who run a a time for money model, which is dependent on them showing up. So that might be your personal trainer, might be that you're a coach or a consultant, it might even be that you're a lawyer or an accountant and you bill your time based on time spent with clients rather than on stuff done behind the scenes. I, I, I don't know, but you get the picture. And I thought, well, how could I support them to innovate, to adopt a new way of working, which would not only allow them to operate remotely, but also allow them to perhaps reposition and repackage their proposition, whereby they could uh, shift their, their whole model to a model of online. Because one of the things that stops people is the starting. Often people think, well, I've got to have it all worked out before before I start, before I can do it. And actually, as I found out, the best way is often to make the decision that this is what you're going to do. And when you make the decision, then put yourself on the hook for delivery. So when I first moved to online from a conventional um coaching model where I was turning up in people's businesses and so on uh, I decided that I was going to start an online program I decided I was going to set a start date I went out and recruited some clients a couple of years ago 
and that threw me into a, okay, now I have to work it out. I've got clients with an expectation that this is going to start on week on one day or whatever it was, and now I need to figure it out. And that deadline, if you like, or that, as I prefer it, that live line, not really a fan of the term deadline, but that, li- that go live line and that decision and setting a date, putting myself on the hook, moved me into a state where I learned to do what I needed to do. So I guess this episode is really about a number of things, if I seek to summarize it. One is, if you're sitting there panicking, fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, stop being so self-obsessed about what it is that might impact you. Because one thing's for sure, if you sit and do nothing, if you sit like a rabbit in the headlights in the current climate and do nothing and think you're going to get away with doing nothing, then the likelihood is you're going to suffer the consequences. It's unlikely to be positive. If you're sitting facing some big decisions with your team about maybe reducing their hours or having to take measures, then don't feel you've got to have all the answers. Go out to your team because they're sitting, they'll be sitting worrying about perhaps about the implications for them. People are generally concerned about what's what's going to impact their lives. So they'll be sitting worrying about what you may or may not be saying. Why not go out to your team and say, here's the situation. We've got this coronavirus. It's evidently impacting uh, everyone around the globe in various different ways. I'm the owner of this business. I'm running a team. Uh, I've got a responsibility to you and to the business and to myself and to your families and the wider community and those we serve to make sure that we get through this. So what can we do as a team to make sure we do? What can we do by way of mitigating the the onus on the business if things don't pick up in the short term? Because the, there's, there are a couple of options. One is that we lay a load of people off because we have to. The other is that we find a different way of working in the short term whereby people keep their jobs, but in the short term there's maybe a little bit of pain. But go out to your team and ask them the question. So uh, what else? Uh, and then think about how you can innovate. Think about how you can better serve your community. What, in what ways can you serve people, perhaps in the way of a, some advice, a pre-product, something you've never done before, something they wouldn't expect, something they value, and even if there's not some short-term income off the back of it, in what way can you position yourself as being somebody who's demonstrating that you care about them and their livelihoods and uh, the outcomes for them? Um, because ultimately, that, that's what it's all about. If we're, if, we're, if we're genuinely in business for the right reasons, then we're genuinely in business to serve our clients and do the best we can for them. If we're in business to make a fast buck, then we may as well pack up now because I think fast, fast buck land is, um, unless you're in the business of selling hand sanitizers. Somebody said to me the other day, um, the person that invented hand sanitizer must be rubbing his hands together uh, and I couldn't help but laugh. But um, yeah, go out, go out and do something. And, and if you don't know what to do, just pick up the phone to your clients and say, you know, during this time, how, how, can, I, how can I help you? What, what could we do to support you? Just ask an open question. Um, and... As a, as a side note, as a separate piece of conversation to, to this, um, what, what good is there to be found in this? 
Uh, I believe that ooh, the conspiracy theories aside, as I said to a group of clients this morning on a call, I believe there's an innate, innate intelligence behind this virus. If you if you put the various theories aside around you know malicious intent and that it's been deliberately created and so on, I believe there's an intelligence behind this. In the same way that when we have a, a virus in our bodies in the in a more normal construct, we come down with something. There's an intelligence there. It's working something through in our physiology and helping us to heal in some way. I believe that this virus is going to have a healing impact of some sort. Uh, the, the outcome I know not, but of some sort on the world, which may be that people start to become more service-oriented, more um, interested in their fellow human beings than being interested in themselves. Uh, it's going to force us to innovate, operate differently, and who knows? Uh, I'll be very sorry for the families of uh, who lose loved ones along the way and, and so on and so forth. I'm not dismissing the impact on that, uh, on those on those families and individuals, but perhaps, just perhaps, there's something going to come out of this that uh, we can't yet anticipate, but which will support us to all lead happier, healthier, more fulfilling lives on the back of it. So that's it, bit of a ramble, uh, sitting in the car, and just thought I would share some thinking. So my encouragement, get on the front foot, think from the end, from the desired outcome, not from the rabbit in the headlights position, and go and be of service. See you on the next episode, bye.